something to say. Hello everybody, how are y'all doing today? My name's Charlie, you might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, and I have things that I want to talk about, but I don't know how to talk about them because I, I don't want to be part of the problem. And that's not to say that I feel like I could or should be part of the solution. I think that that is often the trap that a lot of well-meaning people fall into, but I find myself sitting here today with a beautiful butterfly on my window as I record this episode. And I've never actually seen a butterfly that looks like this. Its wings almost look like fall leaves. It's not a monarch. It's smaller and more orange. No yellow, no black. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And it just flew off. And I thought I would share that with you. <clears throat> yeah, there are a lot of things that I've been trying to figure out how to do on the podcast and I figured I would actually take time on the podcast to talk about what those are because I don't want them to become a distraction and I don't want them to become a problem and that's where this has all become for me a distraction and a problem because I listen to a lot of podcasts it's something that I really enjoy doing and I really like making them and I have certain ambitions for what I want this podcast to be. And don't worry, this isn't going to be all like navel-gazing and, you know, inside baseball kind of thing, if that's what you're afraid of. No, I think that we have some basic issues in the format. And I'm not talking about my podcast, I'm talking about podcasts in general that need to be worked out. And I think the only way that we're going to be able to work those problems out is to talk about them. So the first problem, and the biggest problem that I have, is I kind of want this podcast to be more philosophical in bent. And there are people who do really wonderful philosophy shows, either on YouTube or as podcasts, and I'm not saying that those don't exist, but I, I watch them struggle with this idea of objectivity. And that is problematic for me when I start thinking about philosophy and how it should actually function. See, there's part of me that wants to put in a rhetorical device here and say, would Socrates have been as popular as he was if he didn't opine on the current state of affairs in Athens? And it really doesn't matter because that was thousands of years ago in a very different context. And he was literally either sitting out in public talking to people or at someone's house talking to people. And all we have of his work is the scattered writings of his students who wrote down what they remembered. And one of whom, Plato, who just used Socrates as a character. And so to a certain degree... And when you're reading those works, you have to kind of tease out what is Socrates and what is Plato. And, of course, the fact that Plato is probably selectively remembering a lot of what Socrates said to validate his own personal philosophies. So it doesn't actually do us any good to go back in time and look at, you know, Immanuel Kant or 
any philosopher of note and ask, what if? Because, you know, most philosophy is born out of the time that it exists in. And so you, you wouldn't have had Emerson being Emerson if he wasn't reacting to the times in which he lived. Now, the problem that I see with this is either there's the blanket philosophy channel who is trying to be objective and not discuss current issues, or you have the sophist channels that are pretending to be philosophical while simply talking about issues from a partisan lens. And I don't know what the middle ground between those two things is. And there has to be a middle ground in there somewhere. Because I don't want this podcast, or in fact anything that I do, to look like a partisan anything. Because I am... I, I Well, I have very definite political opinions, and I'm very definitely a leftist, if you haven't picked that up through the way I talk about various issues. But I am neither a Democrat nor a Republican in any real sense of the word, because neither party really represents my political opinions. So I don't want to appear to be partisan, and I don't want this podcast to turn into just a discussion of the news and what's going on. I mean, if you want that, you know, there are places to go for that. I mean, you can go watch Randy Rhodes, and if you're not, and you are anywhere center-left, you should definitely listen to Randy Rhodes. And if you're not center-left, you should listen to her anyway, because she is the facts and really good at what she does. You can find her on Twitter. You can find her on Periscope. You can find her on YouTube. She's very, very good. I've listened to her for, wow, decades now. Wow. Sorry, that moment when you realize how old you are. <laughs> Those have been happening to me a lot lately. But I don't know how to discuss a lot of philosophical issues also without getting into a lot of jargon and crap. And actually, a better way to say that would be the cruft that has developed around philosophy, because there are ideas that are very important to discuss that you have to go into really esoteric places before you can get into somewhere practical. And uh, what what? let me put it this way. Even though this is like my bread and butter and things that I absolutely love, even my eyes kind of fog over a little bit in some of the details here. Because, you know, especially for a lot of the things that we are wanting to discuss on this show and that I want to discuss on this show, like, we, we would really need to start at Immanuel Kant's um, Transcendental Aesthetic and build from there. And the very fact that I just said Transcendental Aesthetic, did you feel that your eyes kind of glazed a little bit. I'll say it again. Just watch what happens inside yourself. Transcendental aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happens when you start digging into the minutiae. And I don't want to put you through that, and I don't want to have to push myself through that, because there's a lot of fine, fine grain detail that would basically mean to get to anything substantive, we would have to go through, I mean, probably weeks of podcasts doing setup. And yeah, that's not ideal. That's not something that I really want to do. I mean, I, I no, that, that's really not what I want to do. And so trying to figure out a way to have those discussions that aren't just for my reference 
read these 12 books because that's even more annoying because I've had conversations with people because I, I really enjoy discussing anarchist philosophy, for example, and I get so tired of, well, I really am not going to go into this right now. So just go read Krop Kropotkin and here's a link to, yeah, no, I don't want to go through, just give me the TLDR to let me know if I want to go read his stuff. Don't like say if I don't understand the point you're trying to put forward, I have to go read 12 books by somebody. And so I, if I feel that way, then I'm sure you all would feel that way. And I, I don't want to do that to y'all. I just don't. So I, I'm not sure what the middle ground is there and how we can actually start having some of those discussions in a way that is helpful for all parties. And that's kind of why I decided to do a podcast on this subject today, because I, I feel that way about a lot of the topics that I want to talk. And don't get me wrong, I am not trying to insult the intelligence of anybody out there. It's just, I'm almost 42 years old. And for the last 30 some years, I mean, I was when I was in seventh grade, see, grades and ages and I don't jive well, because when I was a kid, everything was I was this grade, not this age. And anyway, so when I was in seventh grade, I was in the gifted and talented program at my school. And it had a fancy name, and I don't remember what it was now. But anyway, I was in the Gifted and Talented program at my school. And as in, and so what that meant was I was allowed to come up with a class, a, a project. So I was able to say, I want to do this. And I was then given an, a director, at least what they called him, who helped a facilitator maybe, anyway, who would help me go through and learn everything that I needed to do to accomplish that project. And this was the first time that I had decided that I wanted to be a writer. And so they assigned me a couple different people, some from the, you know, that taught English and some, one was a, a counselor who had actually minored in um, English and um, literary studies and the school librarian and we would sit around and basically I had a free period every day that I spent studying literary theory and working on my first novel. And we would discuss things and I would have questions. And I also had a pass that I was allowed to leave whatever class I was in, as long as I kept an A average in that class, I was allowed to just leave and go work on my project, which was awesome, I have to say. Um, so anytime I got bored, I could just flash my pass, leave, and go work on my book. And the reason I say that is because, like I said, I'm 42 now. This is something I started earnestly learning when I was in seventh grade. So, so I probably would have been 12 to 13 years old at that point in time. Probably 13 because I started school late because I started school in Tennessee and you had to actually be... I think six when you started kindergarten and because my birthday was just after the start of the school year, I started school a year late. So I was probably around 13 at the time. So 12, 13. So that's literally like 30 years of my life that I have spent studying literary theory and how to write a book. And I'm not trying to say that that makes me some kind of a master in this, but that's a lot of useful and useless knowledge that I've crammed into my head over that time. And I don't want these podcasts to get boring for people that aren't writers, because 
I, I think especially a lot of the different parts of literary theory are really helpful to people that are interested in fiction in general. If you read it, watch it, what have you. Understanding the fundamentals of story and structure and plot and characterization and dialogue and all that is very important. And I think about somebody like Dan Olson. Dan, if, if you don't watch Dan Olson, he uh, has a channel called Folding Ideas on uh, YouTube. He goes by the name of the Foldable Human on a lot of platforms. He is a film editor and spends a lot of time talking about editing and kind of gets obsessive about editing. And if you really want to understand what I'm saying about that, just search for uh, Dan Olson's Suicide Squad. He, he did one of the most amazing breakdowns of Suicide Squad from the point of view of a film editor and a story editor. And I learned a lot about film and how film works from that episode. And so I definitely recommend you checking that out if you haven't seen it. Um, but I, I'm constantly impressed at how he's able to navigate these roads and these channels and get into some of the deep, deep esoterica of film editing and film language. And Lindsay Ellis is very good at this too, without getting bogged down in a lot of the minutiae and the ancillary discussion that for someone like me who did not go to film school would be just lost on me. And I'm not saying that there are not channels that do this well or podcasts that do this well. There are quite a few that I listen to. And the issue that I have is that the channels that I listen to, the channels that I watch, the podcasts that I listen to are very much geared towards people who are writing. And so a, a good example of this would be there's a trilogy that Hello Future Me just did on YouTube, for example. It's a brilliant set of three episodes about what is an empire, how do empires rise, and how do empires fall. It's a beautiful series that he actually worked with a historian on, and it's, it's, it's really, really good stuff. It is geared primarily for writers. And because I am a writer, I can't judge how someone who's not would react or what they would get out of his content. But my natural instinct tells me that if you are not a writer, if you're not somebody who's looking to world build and construct an empire, I don't feel like there's much in that content for you. And I, I don't mean that as an insult. I, I really don't. I think he's very good at what he does. But, and this just may be my bias. I don't, I don't know. Because, like I said, I've been studying in... So, immersing myself in this kind of minutiae for 30 so for almost 30 years now and you know the, the, I, I i can't judge what either a novice or an outsider would think about some of these topics and so i i don't know how to approach but i think that there are important things for us to talk about so you can kind of think of this episode as kind of a pivot episode in some ways because in the long run, these are topics that I will be discussing more on the show. And I will be trying to find ways to do so that hopefully get the message across to the widest audience I possibly can. And so I'm going to need your help for that. <laughs> I'm really going to need your help for that. Because I can only judge for myself how well my content works. And 
that's often based off of just the scant analytics that I get back, how many listens an episode gets. For example, you know, if I really wanted this episode to be popular, I would just talk about He-Man and um, Star Wars. Because every time we do a Star Wars episode, it has a huge spike in ratings. And not to feel less than, but every time Brian's on the show, we have a spike in ratings. And I think that's just because he only comes on the show when we do reviews. And I think the reviews are something that people are very interested in. But it, they're not something that I personally want to be doing. Like, that used to be what the show was. And we did a lot of reviews and a lot of episode recaps and stuff like that. And that's not what I want to be doing going forward. So I had some fun with our little Avatar series that we did when we talked about The Last Airbender and some of the parts of that story. I think that that was an interesting way to approach this. And I'm curious how many of you listened to those episodes and what you thought of them, because what I don't want to do is become a series-specific podcast, because it really could. Like, this could be a Star Wars-specific podcast. For goodness sakes, this could be a He-Man-specific podcast, just because, as you probably picked up from the episode I did earlier this week, I have a lot to say on the topic of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, because it played such a big part in my childhood that it's never really left my brain. And I actually titled this episode All I Want to Do, because when I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about, I, I got that song from Steven Universe stuck in my head. You know, all I want to do is see you turn into a giant woman. All I want to be is someone who gets to see a giant woman. And yeah, that, that's kind of where I'm at right now is I have the amethyst part of me that just wants to run roughshod over the rules and just do stuff going up against the pearl side of me who is like everything must be well thought out and everything must be pre-planned and you have to make sure that all of our terms are agreed upon and explained thoroughly before we can get into any discussion and with amethyst and pearl fighting inside of me right now uh, I, I can't make a full fusion i can't Ah, oh, for goodness sakes, I don't even think I can make smoky quartz right now. Wow. Uh, if you're not a Steven Universe fan, uh, watch Steven Universe. <laughs> it's a really good show. But it, it's a perfect analogy for what I'm going through right now, because I really do have this analytical side of me that has so much that it wants to talk about. Because I would like to do a series on Stoic philosophy and what I get out of Stoic philosophy and how I see Stoic philosophy. But I don't want to be boring. And I guess I really shouldn't worry about that because, I mean, if, at the end of the day, this is my show and I get to talk about whatever I want. But to a greater extent, it's your show because if I don't have people listening, then what's the point of doing it? So to a great extent, I am uh, kind of asking you all what you want the show to become. What do you want the show to turn into? Because it would make me very happy to start talking about some of these things and just kind of pick up a book and go through it. Because, like, there are some ideas, like, I'm looking over at my, the closest bookshelf to me and, like, some of the ideas from Stein on Writing or um, Stealing Fire from the Gods that would be so much fun to talk about. And I, I don't want to just be a podcast for writers. Not that there's anything wrong with that. 
it's just not what I want to do. So hopefully I can figure out a way to have these discussions in a way that would be interesting to a broader audience. And I'm asking for your patience because it's honestly getting harder and harder for me to figure out what to talk about on the show because I, I have gotten myself to a place where I am self-censoring again because, you know, I, I don't want to just go on rants about what's going on in the news, but you know, when that global warming study came out, I wanted to do a podcast about it. You know, all I wanted to do was discuss virtue epistemology while the Brett Kavanaugh thing was happening. But I didn't because reasons. And it's mostly because, like I said, I, I don't want I don't want to get down into the fray and have to deal with the crap that comes along from actually stating political opinions online. And that's on me. And it's mainly because I've been there before, you know, been there, done that, got the t-shirt, and it's not something that I enjoyed. And so I don't want to go back there, but at the same time, I don't want to be censoring myself to the point where I'm having a really hard time writing, you know, and coming up with episode ideas because what I'm really spending my time thinking about is this particular thing that's happening in pop culture or this particular thing that's happening in you know the world so i don't know if any of you were fans of pop trigger but i miss that show and i may basically do some of that kind of content here because it used to not be as big of a deal because there were people that discussed pop culture in that way that i used to watch all the time and now they're gone so yeah i don't know i, I would love to know what you all think and get your opinions. And of course, my neighbor has decided to start mowing the lawn. So I apologize if you can hear his lawnmower in the background. I'm hoping that uh, when I use sound soap to clean up the audio, it'll take some of that out. But uh, I thought I was safe. He mowed just like two days ago, and it's been really cold, and the grass hasn't really grown. But people around here don't know what to do if they're not mowing their lawns. But I want to get this episode finished and out, because the sooner it's out, the sooner I can start hearing back from you all about what you actually want from me. So yeah, now more than ever, if you have any questions, comments, or episode ideas, go to anchor.fm, download the Anchor app for either your iOS or Android device, leave me a one-minute voice message, and let me know <laughs> what you want, because I don't... I, I'm probably going to do the thing that I'm wanting to do this year, and that's follow my heart. This is the year of doing things my way, which I don't know. We'll see how that the results of that by the end of the year, but I am in a better psychological place than I've been in years. So I'm probably going to continue doing that, but I, I really would like to know your opinions and your ideas and have your suggestions on what to do. So definitely leave me a message there or follow me on Twitter. I'm CE Dorset on Twitter. You can follow me over there. Or just head over to projectshadow.com and you can find a link to everything that I do over there. If you like this episode and the place where you're listening to me allows you to rate these episodes, please do that. That helps me out a lot. That tells the algorithm that I should go out to more people. Um, if you... Sorry, I'm laughing at just the absurdity of the situation I'm currently in. Okay, so... 
if you uh, think of you know anybody who would like the series and what I'm doing, please share with them. That helps me out a lot. If you have a buck you can throw my way, depending on the app you're listening to me on, there will either be a button that says support, support on Anchor, or in the show notes you'll see a link that says support on Anchor. You can support me at the $1, $5, $10 levels That's a month. It's a monthly thing that really does help me out a lot because doing these podcasts does take time away from doing my writing, but I really enjoy doing them and it would be easier to justify to myself taking the time away from the writing to do the podcast if, you know, they were supporting themselves. Plus it would help me out a lot because, you know, we're, we run a restaurant and it's crazy making right now because the economy's not the best and, you know, issues here in the heartland of America. Uh, if you want to support everything that I do, you can go over to patreon.com slash Dorset and support me over there. Thank you so much for listening to my rambling, especially today's episode, because I just wanted to put it out there to get some feedback, because I don't like doing major pivots without informing you all that I'm thinking about doing them, and yeah, I'm thinking about doing them. And also, probably doing the more if I did this thing like I did with the He-Man and the Masters of the Universe thing, that that was a fairly popular episode, so I'll probably be doing more of that kind of thing too. So, yeah. Anywho, thank you for listening. It means the world to me. And until next time, have the fun. Bye.